This is Alopecia Life with your host, Deanne Graham. You'll hear interviews with specialists in their field and parents who are helping their child move through life while living with alopecia areata, along with conversations with alopecia rock stars who are making a difference. Alopecia Life is here to provide you with support, accurate information, inspiring stories, and life hacks to help you navigate the world of hair loss. Whether you've just been diagnosed or have had it for ages, Alopecia Life has been created to share all the information you may want or need to do alopecia your way. Welcome to this episode of Alopecia Life. A few weeks ago, I wrote an article and submitted it to a couple different news outlets. Although it didn't get picked up, I thought I'd share it with all of you. Oh my God, Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. Did you see this article? There were several different versions of this from friends, family, and even some people I haven't seen or spoken to in years. The response within the alopecia community implodes and explodes with unbridled excitement when someone like Jada Pinkett Smith is diagnosed, so much that comments had to be turned off within the largest alopecia Facebook support community due to it taking over other posts and affecting the unique algorithm. Although we empathize with Jada Pinkett Smith, at the same time, many of us who have lived with alopecia are also delighted to know it's finally getting the attention it deserves. 1.9 million of us sat with rapt attention as Jada's signature sexy eyes and smile enticed all of us to stay tuned for her next words. You know mama's gonna put some rhinestones in there. I'm gonna make me a little crown. I know that doesn't really sound like her, but I'm giving it a go. That's what mama's going to do. Good Morning America, Entertainment Tonight, CNN and Inside Edition, among others, all shared Jada's declaration. Sometimes with the accompanying headline of Jada Pinkett Smith opens up about her terrifying hair loss or actress Jada Pinkett Smith bears bald spot amidst struggles with alopecia. Suffer, struggle, and terrifying loss are all feelings the alopecia areata community can relate to. Suffering almost always makes it into a headline when talking about hair loss, but they aren't synonymous. Other familiar turns of phrase are journey and roller coaster because it is such an accurate visual of the ups and downs associated with hair loss. When Jada Pinkett Smith first talked about her hair loss back in 2018, some of us who understood recognized the comfort a turban gave her, how she used color to highlight the turbans and match them to her other clothing, and we also read the messages that came in. Most were kind and questioning. With this more recent head shaving and expression of who she is, the messages continue to come in, again, kind and questioning. Of course, there are the occasional trolls. You look like Caillou alien head, a few biblical references of beauty, glory, that are no longer available to her without hair. Comments like these aren't only reserved for celebrities. Us, everyday adults and children, are often subjected to the same ones, and we can probably come up with a few more creative ones if asked. I say all of this because ignorant remarks come from years of contradictory perceptions of beauty, encouragement to cover bald heads with hats, scarves, wigs, or toupees, statements to own our beauty, and of course, the booming $511 billion beauty industry that is reflected back to all of us on a daily basis. Now that Jada has come out as one of us, what do her 10.9 million followers know more about now than they did before about alopecia? As you listen to the ebb and flow of her comments, you can almost feel the conflicting signature of alopecia. I can only laugh, she says. 
could be perceived as powerlessness, but in this case, it's enabled her to have a response that speaks of freedom to be where she is in the moment. Mama's going to have to take it down to the scalp so nobody thinks she's got brain surgery or something. Speaks to the ever-present existence that no matter who we are, we care about what other people think. Me and this alopecia are going to be friends. Period speaks to making peace with alopecia. This is something that can take decades to achieve and sometimes never. The higher power takes so much from people. People are out here who have cancer. People have sick children. And by golly, if the higher power wants to take your hair, that's it. When I looked at it from that perspective, it really did settle me. Speaks to logic and understanding. Of course, we all know that there's so much worse things in life than hair loss. In fact, we hear it all the time, statements like, it's only hair, at least it's not cancer, or the classic one aimed at boys and parents of boys, well, at least he's a boy, are all dismissive of the grieving process that takes place when someone loses their hair. We aren't vain or superficial, but each of us may feel a sense of this as we find our way through alopecia. I'm thankful for Jada, who called alopecia to the forefront, for sharing about outside influence and internal conflict and resolution. Her journey is not unlike our own. Do we wish Jada would have said a few more things to help the world understand alopecia in a bigger way? I'd be lying if I said no. Would we want more information out there about what alopecia is, what it represents, why it's so challenging, and how it affects not only the person living with alopecia, but also the people who love them? Absolutely. If I were scripting this, I might have her gaze into the lens and whisper in her sultry voice. Alopecia areata is autoimmune hair loss. This means that our bodies are confused and the immune system attacks the hair follicles on our head, causing the hair to fall out. Then she would go on to explain there are three different types of autoimmune hair loss, alopecia areata, patchy hair loss, and also the blanket medical term for all autoimmune hair loss, alopecia totalis, complete scalp loss with the possibility of retaining eyelashes, eyebrows, and nose hair, and alopecia universalis, head-to-toe hair loss. Wouldn't that have been amazing to hear? You may wonder what causes alopecia. The National Alopecia Areata Foundation, or NAF, states alopecia areata is known as a polygenic disease. This means that unlike a single gene disease, both parents must contribute a number of specific genes in order for a child to develop it. Because of this, most parents will not pass alopecia areata along to their children. With identical twins who share all of the same genes, there's only a 55% chance that if one has alopecia areata, the other will too. That is why scientists believe that it takes more than just genetics to cause the disease and that other environmental factors also contribute to people developing alopecia areata. By the way, this unique genetic component in combination with anything, a virus, a car accident, dental work, a sport injury, and so much more can trigger alopecia areata or any other autoimmune response. Stress is a big piece of the puzzle. This doesn't mean you can't handle your stress. It also doesn't mean your child is stressed out about their life. Physical, mental, emotional stressors are all contributors. 2% of the world's population will develop or are currently living with alopecia areata. That is 152 million people worldwide. If you watched the 2020 Olympics last year, you may have seen Maddie Madsen, a Finnish swimmer living with alopecia, win a bronze medal. This isn't the first time an Olympic swimmer with alopecia was on the podium. Stacey Stitz 
won a gold medal in the 2000 Olympics. English cyclist Joanna Roselle also won a gold medal with her team in the 2016 Rio Olympics. Actor Anthony Kerrigan and American Ninja Warrior Kevin Bull are also both living with alopecia areata. They're all making a difference with their diagnosis, much like Jada Pinkett Smith is just by talking about it, by also giving their time and energy to mentoring children who have been diagnosed with alopecia. The rest of us non-celebrities can continue to make a difference by sharing, allowing others into the experience of hair loss. It's not all of who we are, it's only a piece, but a much bigger one than any of us could have ever known before we were diagnosed. Right now, if you've been diagnosed with alopecia areata, resources are available. If you are a parent or caregiver of a child living with alopecia in the U.S., there is a Children's Alopecia Project. If you are an adult or child living with alopecia, there is also the National Alopecia Areata Foundation. There are podcasts, books, websites to help you. You are not alone in this. For even more information, check out my website at alopecialife.com. I've seen amazing transformation happen with children when they realize they have the power to walk in the world however they want to, because the path has been paved before them by others who share their stories, mentor them, and adopt a mindset that propels them forward. I've also seen children who are living with alopecia have a profound effect on adults who have lived with hair loss for decades, feeling isolated and alone in their experience. At one time, I was one of these adults. And it's like you've awoken from a nap to realize that you're surrounded by understanding souls. And we look at these babies who shine bright in who they are and realize that we can too. Thanks again for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. Join our Alopecia Life Facebook group and find out more information at headonlifecoaching.com. The information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment and is meant for general information purposes only. If you're enjoying these episodes and finding the tips helpful, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to and download podcasts.